Are you ready to discover who you came here to be? Welcome to the Human Design and Astro Club podcast. Human Design is a system and a tool that is here to empower you and show you your greatest potential. Come learn with us and discover who you really are. Hi there. Crystal here by myself to just give you a little understanding that of this next episode and kind of like what's going on right now. If you guys noticed, if you've been following us, you've probably realized we did not put up um, this week's program. And the reason is because I'm going through some personal stuff and we'll actually share it on next week's episode. We did film for um, the new moon that's happening on Monday. So we'll be giving information on the new moon and also the lunar nodes. So we're not gone. We just had to take a little break because of some personal family things. And it's been a little bit of a hard time. But, you know, I was reviewing this next half of the part two of what is love episode and I think what you guys are going to hear for the second half is going to be necessary um, and necessary for empowerment of self, which is what we're moving towards with the Aries moving into the North Node and really kind of pulling back the film in the way we conduct ourselves in relation to the other. And if there's anything that you get out of these past two episodes, and if you missed the first part, I'd highly recommend go listening to the first part because it was it was really good. Uh, Kira and I had a really, really great conversation on and off the podcast on just being ourselves and being vessel of loves. And if you're a vessel of love out there, I just, I, I need you to know I need you to know. I never know where the camera is, so I'm just going to look somewhere in the middle. I need you to know that your role on this planet is extremely important. It is the vessel of loves that remind all of the humans and even nature and animals, everything that lives on this planet, the vessel of love energy reminds us all that we are all love and that we are all one love. And I know it's hard for a lot of people to conceptualize and understand and integrate, but the truth is, is we need to come back to that place. And so I hope the rest of this episode provides you with a little bit of a deeper understanding of how to hold that heart. And so Thank you so much to everybody that has been been here for the last couple of years that we have been doing this podcast and things might be changing around here, but we have no plans to, to leave. Um, there will be times that we have to take breaks and I thank you to everyone that has reached out to me with everything going on right now and I'll leave you, I'll leave you guys to it to go finish the rest of this episode.
So shout out to your husband for just being so willing to yeah. pick up and move and like in the face of uncertainty in the pandemic, as well as, you know, the selling a house and not having bought another one and putting it into an apartment temporarily, like based off of, and I fully get it. Like I yeah. fully understand. You're like, I have the download. I have the intuition. I have the knowing life force energy says go, it's time to go. But like basically based off of like an intuitive download you got while running, like <laughs> it's cra- shout it's out crazy. to like your relationship. Like it must, it, that just is such a testament to the relationship you've cultivated and the confidence that he must have in you. He does. And, and trust in you that you, that you know what's up. So I'm desire motivation. Um, Mm -hmm. And he tells my boys that I am the leader. Like he doesn't even understand human design. It's just people don't realize that they're literally speaking human design no matter what. I don't care if you know what you're talking about, if you know what human design is, it just exists. It's just what is. And so because it's Mm -hmm. mechanics, it's just frequency. That's all it is. And so he knows that I'm the fucking leader. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I, I am here to be, I empower view and desire motivation. So, and it's, mm-hmm. and that, you know, that's a little bit of a contradiction with being, you know, a pure generator and an open throw, because it's like, in order for me to properly lead and I can do it, like, I know how to make people successful. I did it for myself. All of this has been organic for me. And I like, I've, I've been able to do this. I don't, do any advertising or any of the weird stuff or try to sell bullshit to people and garbage. Like I don't have like, you know, thousands of people audience, but I have enough to where people trust me and that I do know how to make people successful in life, just in life. Whatever. What do you want? What do you want to do? Do you want to be successful in a relationship? I know how to do it. I did it myself. I'm a one three. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be successful in business? I know how to do it. I built two businesses. And so, but just all from intuition, there's nothing I don't, I've never, I don't have a coach. I've never had a coach. I have never bought any of those types of programs. I bought like little stuff with like marketing stuff here and there. Cause I'm still like, what the fuck is social media marketing? You know, I mean, you're, you're good at it. Um, like that's where I'm like, it changes so often. Just, I don't know as a, ge- a pure generator, keeping up with all the constant changes that happen with that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. So for me is by type, like uh, social media is actually something I, I trained hairdressers how to do as my mm. career was like ever evolving and growing. It's something I did at L'Oreal um, and then started applying like the same training that I investigated and researched and wrote and taught other people. And it was just like actually applying that to my own business was interesting, but it's interesting. Mm. Like, you know, as anything comes to life, it's fascinating that living your design is very different than giving someone else guidance on how to do it. Right. You're in the moment of a fire, say with an open solar plexus and you have to stand in your confrontation and truth. That's very different than telling someone else that they need to do it. And so I think it's, mm-hmm. um, it's like, I, I'm such a proponent of we, we just learned through the doing. And so I thought I knew how to run social media. 
And then I started my business and I realized really quickly, I had no idea what that was doing. So <laughs> it was a lot of trial and error and experimentation and figuring out what works. Um, but I love that. And I think that you brought up a really great point, which is that like, you don't need a huge social media following. In fact, I know so many people that are making far more than me with far less following that are just so tapped in and so connected to their community. And I think that um, my community grew really quickly, but what I'm working on now is getting back into like that state of really, um, I'm going to say this word and I don't mean it in a weird marketing way, but that state of nurturing. Mm. That state of like actually building relationships and going deeper rather than wider, but like building the depth, laying down roots, like having connections. I like for my DMs to be a place where people can reach me with questions. And I like to send a voice note. And I like to, as much as I shared earlier, it's not something I am always right on the ball, but you will hear back from me at some point. Yeah. Um, but I like to build the relationships. And I think that goes so much further uh, and deeper when it comes to building trust. And at the end of the day, we're just vessels of love, like <laughs> floating in space, right? Like that's what it's about. It's about that human connection. It's about like talking to the human. And that's why I'm doing the work that we're, we're doing. Like I, I could be doing- What brought you? Can I ask you? Because I never asked you this question. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt mm, you, but I'm just no. like, I have to ask you because I keep wanting to ask you this. What brought you to actually- leaving the beauty industry and actually uh, I'm uh, human designs my my main gig now like what what brought yeah. you there uh just sacral response um just really I was grappling with it for a while I had a lot of fear around my 20s were already quite winding in terms of like trying on all different things and by the time I got licensed to be a hairdresser. I worked in the salon only for a year. And then I got this incredible job at L'Oreal. Um, and then I got promoted and my career kept growing. And I think I had a lot of imposter syndrome. And I think I had a lot of like, you better make this work and this better be the last stop for you because you can't keep pivoting and switching. Oh, wow. But again, finding my design was like permission slip, right? If you will, that like you can pivot and change. But I really started noticing, um, first of all, when I found human design, like my whole being, my life force was rising up to meet it. Like, yes, 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 obsessed. Um, couldn't stop Googling it. Couldn't stop researching it. So excited. Reading for everyone I, that was interested yeah, in this. I remember we thing. talked about that one day. Yeah, like self-research, diving in, taking mini courses here and there, but just like wanting to fully immerse myself in it. I just went just right down that, um, just that, this obsession and what I started to notice was while I was trying to do that and my nine to five um, was that I would show up to meetings. And this is interesting. This is like how I know sometimes we say the sacral or I, I try to say this to the oversimplification of it, but be like the sacral says yes and no, it responds, right? It's just like rising up to meet or, or, or contraction when it doesn't want to participate. And sometimes it shows up and it just, it, it, it comes up in situations that are not yes to no questions. And for me, I would be sitting in a meeting and I'd be getting assigned work. Like, um, you're going to lead this gigantic project and spearhead this team. And my body would just start to contract. Oh, wow. And it happened over and over and over again. And I could actually hear this like small voice in me just be like, no. No. And what ended up sort of breaking me was I got the opportunity of a lifetime. Um, a huge would have been the next, I mean, talk about skipping a step. I would have jumped almost two levels 
had one of the most incredible global opportunities. And it was when I felt my gut pull back in a way. And I investigated and I re- I went down the rabbit hole. I went all the way until I got the offer for the job. And um, this is how well I at that point had known myself in my gut. When they presented it to me, as well as the salary, as well as the benefits, as well as what would be required of my life force. Mm-hmm. I felt my entire body pull back. Like I oh, felt wow. myself go into like a black hole of death. When I, when I feel, when my sacral feels strong, <laughs> it is like, a. <laughs> it is. Oh my God. She's, she's so dramatic. She's so dramatic. It's, it's like, okay. <laughs> right. So I felt that. And I was like, like this, I, it's never going to get better than this. Like, this is the, like wow. that job was the dream job. And, um, and it wasn't I, it. I'm, and it wasn't it. And I talked to my husband and I was like, I'm, I think I should just do it. I wanted him to convince me to do it. And he was like, um, you know, if you, he's like, by all means say no, but if you say no, like get your game plan together. Cause then you can't wow. just keep like tinkering around and you're like director level. Like you need to figure out a plan. So I ended up creating like a one-year plan. Um, but I also will say that I, in the moment, um, knew it was a no. And I actually expressed my no over the phone, not like being completely open in my solar plexus, completely sacral. I was able to say no to something so massive without even having to like write a list of pros and cons. Wow. And I just simply said, I'm a gut person and I'm so sorry. And thank you for your time. And like, this is the, this is the job of a lifetime. Like had, had I, had I had two lives, I would do, I would certainly do this one. But to truly be authentic to myself, I, I just don't think it's going to be it for me. And I'm so grateful. And thank you. And I remember wow. the guy was shocked. He was like, don't you want to take the weekend? And I was like, I know you're trying to fill this position. And well, I don't want any more time to like go back and forth on it. It's not going to be different. I don't need to sleep on it. I don't need anything else. I now had what I needed was all the rest of the information, albeit taste or, or, yep. or, or uh, oh, smell, taste or I just smell. had generator didn't have enough to respond to. There were still some missing pieces, right? I just needed to see all of it. And once I knew it was it. Um, so that's it. That I just had a, a, a big opportunity come my way that I couldn't say yes to. And I knew I had to change, but it was scary as shit. To be honest. Oh, yeah. Um, what about you? What's your story? Yeah. I was just, uh, I was just contemplating my whole situation. It was in 2020 uh when the pandemic happened and i had just signed a new contract because i had figured out a way to operate as a generator with a defined heart to just have people um hire me out for for weddings Mm -hmm. just make all of the money basically i i could make in like a month from like doing hair by just doing a few weddings a month on the weekend and so I had just signed a contract with a new company that I was going to to do hair for them, hair and makeup for them. And then the entire country shut down the next week. <laughs> Talk about somebody throwing a yes or a no quite like the universe was literally saying yes or no, are you yeah. still in? And so then yeah. I was like, oh. I don't really want to back to my tonal resonance. I don't really want to touch people anymore. And I kept saying mm-hmm. that. I was literally saying it. I was like, I don't want, I was walking around my house <laughs> saying, I don't want to touch people anymore. Like a fucking weirdo. 
And then I was like, I'm going to pull a card. I got to pull a card. I don't know. Something tells me just pull a card and then like, and then just sit with the card and see what it says. I pulled the tower card. (laughs) And I was like, I guess it's time to burn the house down. And so I back to approaching my husband. (laughs) (laughs) This was before, uh, like I had some crazy ideas in 2020. That's all I have to say. But so I approached him and I said, how would you feel about me just shutting down hair and makeup? Just all of it. Everything I've been doing this the last 14 years, just shutting it all down. And I might open up an online business on human design. At that time, I had no, like, I didn't even know how to start an online business. I knew nothing. Absolutely. When I say nothing, I mean nothing. And do you think I went to take a class or a course? No, I did not. Um, (laughs) All I did was create an Instagram. And it sat there for three weeks. And I gained, like, 70 followers with no picture (laughs) and just a name journey through HD. That's all I had. There was nothing. I had no images, you know, and I was just, I didn't know what I was like. I don't, I first step, the first step was creating the Instagram and Mm -hmm. it just literally sat there. Cause I was like, I don't know what to say. Uh, my open throat, you know? And so then one day I was like, I'm just going to start posting about the types. And so I started making educational posts and all of a sudden people started gravitating. And this was like, this was like that in, but like after that sweet spot of where a bunch of people, and I think you probably came in before that, that time too, um, where a bunch of like more youthful people will just describe it as came in to the human design space and started sharing about it. I was like at the end of that, very at the end. And um, so I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I do know that human design changed my life. And I feel like I just need to start talking about it. So for six months, I offered a free reading a month. Um, Just like I put out a post and say, do you want it? And people would, you know, respond. And then um, I bumped into a projector that was also actually in the beauty industry. She used to do design for like Mac and like a bunch of other companies. And she's like, I'll design your website if you just give me the human design information. I said, okay. (laughs) It's like, I don't have a, I don't know what to offer like I like I'm like I probably can't afford whatever your price is and she's like I'll do it for you for human design. It's like is this a joke? Like what's up? <laughs> like everything was just kind of like I was just bumping into the right people that got mm-hmm. me to like the next whatever the next level would be. And so then I made the website, I made a bunch of offers. I would just keep posting about human design and then people kept coming. And then I found mm-hmm. my, and then my business partner was one of my clients that then she also is markets environment. And Mm -hmm. so I had told her, I really don't like making graphics. I really don't, I have no desire to do them. And she's like, well, if you ever want me to make, make a graphic for you and just show you. And I was like, okay. 
like this was before I, I had thought about anything with working with her. She was just, she was very, she just believed in what I was doing so much that she just wanted to help me. And that's what kept happening was I was just finding people that believed in me so much that they just wanted me to get to the next, next stage. And so then I saw she, like, she, she actually made really good graphics and she is a two, four, uh, splenic projector. Just very natural, very natural at everything she does and when she does a well. And so mm. and she also like was she was very into tarot. And I was like, there's a hundred percent in combination, like a thre- common thread between human design, astrology, and tarot. And so then we started talking about that. And then I invited her on Clubhouse. I decided to do Clubhouse. There's a whole thing. I don't know if you ever did Clubhouse. Oh, I would guest star on Clubhouse, but that was during the pandemic. Like I would go on other people's Clubhouse, you know, as as a guest to talk about human design. I had braces at the time. I had a horrible list and I was very embarrassed. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was going on. I was doing it. Y'all remember Clubhouse? Is Clubhouse still around? You know, Clubhouse is still around. Um, I've deleted okay. it at this point. I had a whole sitch, sitch with that where someone stole all my stuff. We won't get into it. Like, ta- like just like being a third line, man. I bump into things, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, then I that's what actually uh, gave me the response to start this podcast was I was like, well, I guess it's time to leave Clubhouse. And so then I was like, Leah we're moving over to podcasts. And so we did that. And then last year we were like, why aren't we just putting it on YouTube too? Like what, you know? And so now we, we put our, all these episodes on there and then we started a series called human design diaries. And so we basically film our entire month and then, um, we talk about it through human design, um, in an episode, we have a manifesto that edits, um, our episodes. Um, he's very funny with the way he does it because he has uh, um, the transitoriness and it's just, he takes everybody on a ride. So yeah, it's been, it's been an interesting journey. Okay. Wait. Uh, so you decided you were going to go full-time online. At what point did you burn everything to the ground? before you like, or did you just that day just go, I'm done? Yeah. I literally sent, I started, I sent texts. Yes. I started sending texts to all the people I had contracts with. And I said, with what's going on, it was very, it was a very easy break because I like had the excuse of the pandemic, you know, but like there was more behind it at that point. But I, I just started sending texts to everybody I had contracts with. And I said, at this point in time, I am no longer doing hair and makeup. If anything comes up, I'll let you know. But as of now, it's no. Mm. And so it was, it was, it was just the right, it was literally the exact right time. I needed to have, it was being a one, three. And also, I don't know how you feel with being a defined G center too, like we have such fixed identities that to leave one to like make a new one. Oh my yeah. God. It's just like, it's like you're ripping my heart out of my chest almost to do it. Oh, yes. And being a defined Absolutely. heart too. Like mm-hmm. there's just like, cause we're just very strong willed. My mom told me she had to read the book when I was a kid called your strong willed child. <laughs> I love that. I love that. 
So it's really, I mean, I love that you were able to make the clean break and it sounds like the pandemic was really on your side as well and like facilitating that. And also, I mean, that's just remarkable. It's very brave to go. There's no safety net. There was not other than my husband had a good job and he like, like I technically do not have to work. Like if I didn't want to make money and I just wanted to be a mom and like do that thing, like that feels like very transferred innocence to me to just be that person uh, because I like I, I've, 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 sat, I've grappled with this. I go back and forth with it actually all the time and uh, because it's very hard <laughs> to be an entrepreneur and a mother. It is very, very difficult. And so um, like I would spend not days where I wouldn't start working until like midnight and I would stay up till I don't know when. And like I think back to those times and I'm just like, wow, as far as deconditioning as I am now, if, if I were to ask myself to do that again, it would be a no. But at the time, mm-hmm. it's all I had. That was all I had. So it it was, and and you still may have said yes, maybe, like, right? Because sometimes I feel like I I personally have sometimes beat myself up when I'm acting in a way that's not in alignment. But sometimes it's like that's your way happen. in. Sometimes it just has to happen, and it's like this short term. I always try to not struggle in life because I'm I have gate twenty eight, and my I'm always trying to look for the easier path right yeah and like if I, I do have so to do make it difficult for myself right but like I also know sometimes the struggle actually serves us really well and it's like in those moments you especially as a generator you recommit like you recommit your life force to why you're doing it like that is how bad you want it it was and I think I think it can be a disservice to not share that kind of stuff because especially in the spiritual world. And I know I sometimes paint a picture of like, it's magic. And like, that, like my oh, beach walks in no. the morning, my dog, like the beauty. And, <laughs> but like, I worked really freaking hard to get here. I started um, doing my human divine sessions while I still was at my job. Mm-hmm. And I would read for the middle East. So I'd wake up super early, go to the office, take my first reading at 7am, finish, go work my nine to five, and then take my normal East coast, West coast clients after 5pm Eastern. And I would do like three or four a week. And I did that for two years before I like built the business. Yeah. So I was like grinding and I would take days off, um, like schedule vacation day and book back-to-back podcasts. I would book workshops. I was never vacating. I was just always doing it that way to like build the leg room. Um, You know, my... I've always been a super independent person, but like New York city rent was ridiculous. My, my partner and I, like, I never felt like I'd be like, you got me, babe. And, and to either both of them are a beautiful things. You can lean on your partner if you can't. Um, but I always felt like it was my responsibility or it was my responsibility, like keep afloat, but no, I put in the work and I still do sometimes like I, right now I'm actually in a phase of sort of reinventing my business and figuring out different ways I can serve. Me too. And that's work. And sometimes oh, I yeah. work later than I want. And sometimes I don't go on that morning walk. And sometimes I sacrifice like right now, my bigger thing is like, if I see friends or family for like two weekends out of the month, I spend two weekends working. I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. But do I have spaciousness in my days? Yeah. Cause I work Saturday, Sunday, but that is building the business. And I, I don't know. I just think that part's really important to say that like, it, it's not, 
I didn't build it all on like magic and rainbows. <laughs> I didn't just like I know, snap I know, and the universe showed I know. up, right? When I hear, when I, you know what gets me? And like, this is where like, it comes to like the channel of surrender with like, people are really trying to pull the wool over people's eyes. And I'm like, not me. You're not doing it to me. The people that are like, I decided to start a business and I built six figures in six months. And I'm like, bitch, no, you didn't. I'm like, tell me all the failures that you had before that. And when you say six figures, like, can you break that down for me? On like, is that how much you're taking home? Like, are right. you is that your problem? Out? Like, what you know? Right. What, like, right. there's, there's so, totally. like so many factors that like I even knew before I knew what, it, and I still don't know. I'm still like, I'm just like, I throw a lot of spaghetti at the wall, and and see what sticks. But the thing that people get for me is you're always going to get value. I'm a defined heart, and I'm a one three. So, and I have a Kabbalistic background because I worked at the Kabbalah Center for three and a half years. So I actually understand what the tree of life actually is. And I have yet to see one person in the human design community that does as well. I have not found them. And if you know who they are, please tell me who they are because I cannot find one person because there's the truth is, is there's not a lot of information about that. Ra never provided. Mm -hmm. I don't think he actually fully knew is what I gathered. That I don't think it's like he knew enough to create, right. but he, I mean, I literally was immersed into Kabbalah for three and a half years. Like I lived there basically. And I had, and that was before finding human design. I didn't even, I, it's like, that was my foundational education that I had no idea I was getting. I decided to take what I called a spiritual pause in between my hair, hair and makeup career because the pain was just getting so much to me that I was like, I'm just going to stop doing this for a while. And I was still kind of actually doing it on the side because I could never stop. I could never stop doing it. But I was like, I need Mm -hmm. to stop making this a full-time gig. And so I accidentally worked at the Kabbalah Center for three and a half years. And (laughs) I love that. You're sounding very manifesting generator to me, but I also know it's the three in you. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, it's wild. And I feel like for Define G is like, this is just part of our path. Like we have a very fixed path we're supposed to take this life. And anytime that we try to throw ourselves off the path or like take, I like to tell people, I like to take the scenic route. I take, <laughs> I take the scenic route to wherever I'm going. And it's like my accident was trying to put me back on the path that I actually signed up for. Hi friends, Crystal here. New year and new you, and boy, do we have some new tools for you to help you transform your life into the one you have always dreamed of. We have some new ways for you to connect with us over outside of the show. So we have a free guide on tips and tricks to honoring your strategy and authority. We also have a language manual to your true self to help you understand the key terms in human design and how to apply them to reading your human design chart and also to your life. And we are so happy to announce doors are now open for the cosmic community, which is a no commitment or five month commitment package to connecting with us over in our private Facebook group. 
You will have the chance to connect with Leah and myself each month with our premium episodes through our program plus monthly forecast. There's also weekly aura energy updates, weekly tarot card polls connected to a human design gate, monthly market shares for fellow entrepreneurs to share their work and exclusive bonus content you will not be getting anywhere else from us. Come join the cosmic community to understand how to utilize the transits to your advantage and have a safe space to learn, grow, and connect. And we also have our children's class called Nurture Your Child Through Their Design. And our most popular classes are our variable mini classes, which are bite-sized, self-paced audios and guidebooks on the first two transformations. And if you want to stay connected with some education and love from us, join our email list and check out our website, which you can find that and every offer I just discussed down below in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here and I will see you over on our next episode. I could talk about this for two more hours. I, I <laughs> and I'm like, maybe we need to, maybe we need to have a second inter, episode. The literal intervention of the universe when I'm not listening is extreme. <laughs> she expresses herself in extreme. <laughs> gate you know, 15. The, yeah, Where gate is your 15? Is extreme. Um, in my, oh, 15 is my, is my son personality. Oh, okay. She's my number one. She's my number one. Number now. one. Um, but yeah, you know, yes, I have had so many times where the universe is like, wake up, right? Like come back to, you have to come back. And, and, um, I even had that at my job. I mean, I talk about, I talked about like sort of the glorified side of like getting this incredible job opportunity, but like, this was during the pandemic of 2020, um, my team was falling apart. My manager who had, who I had reported up to for five years was, leaving and all of these things were happening and like all of the infrastructures everywhere. This was during the black lives matter movement. Things were just like falling apart mm-hmm. and beauty industry was falling apart. Like just think about it. And it was just a very difficult year. And also just like the circumstances got to a place where um, I actually didn't feel safe where I was anymore. Like I wasn't sure if I still had stability Wow. Um, so it was kind of like, you can stay here, but the ground feels shaky or you can leave. And, um, that from that energy, from that essence, I created my plan, uh, to leave and, um, my game plan and started putting pieces in place. And then, um, as soon as I made the decision, the universe was like, oh, we don't need to make you feel like the rug is going to get pulled out for anything. Get a new boss, get a huge raise. Like all these great things are happening for me. But like, it's because I had already decided, like, I don't need you to blow up this aspect of my life. I'm wow. listening. I'm actually on the right path. You don't need to make anything more chaotic. I don't need it to be any more stressful. Like I'm out. I promise. I'll leave. Um, and really beautiful things happened for me and the company after I left, actually. Wow. But I, I love something you said, and I don't know out there who's listening that like has interest in learning human design for themselves or is curious about like how to pick the right reader for them. But it's Mm. so interesting to share like your, um, your magic you bring to it. 
And it's, and it's not just human design, but it's like your intersection of your experiences, your lived experiences, the things you know, uh, after all these years of being you, the things you've experienced through like living your design, as well as the information and education you've taken, like every reading you have with a reader is going to feel and land differently. And every person is going to share something different that like, you know, the, the the key, the keys or the codes they hold the way they interpret or the way they share your human design like it feels it feels so different and I love that um, I love that and I don't know if you talk about that on your Instagram but we talk about you brought right. up earlier marketing and Instagram marketing but I'm just like man like share your share your edges share the things that are like your your point of difference I feel in, in this space, sometimes it feels crowded. And I don't yeah. know about you, but the human design space can sometimes feel like there's like a whole team of people policing oh. and saying certain things. Oh, we can do a whole episode just on that. You can't say that and you can't blend this or that. And like, I, I kind of silenced myself last summer when I was getting like some rude comments about being, um, I was being called, which now I just think it's so funny now that I've had a moment to integrate it. But people were saying like, you teach pop human design. I was like, you know what? Maybe I, I do. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Okay. I'm going to own it. That. I'm going to own it. Like, no, because at first I was like, how rude. Like, I'm yeah. just trying to make this digestible or whatever. But I was like, you know what? Like, that is not actually of offense to me that I make fun, trendy, digestible posts that people can look forward to every single day. And I have um, an affinity to it. And I, and I enjoy it. And I love it. And I'm quirky. And my life is full of analogies and I'm a manifesting generator and I'll always try to like make things light and make things fun. And like, and you at have the an end open, of the and day, you have an undefined solar plexus. Why would you're not, you're not here to here to hold the heavy loads every once in a while. I'm sure you go to the deep end, you know, yeah. I like to say us non-emotionals are in the shallow end of the pool on the steps, top step with our floaties on. And we're just like, I don't know if I can get in there, guys. And then all the emotionals are in the deep end, like literally underneath the water, like screaming, laughing, crying, all the things. And I'm just like, what are they doing over there? I don't even understand because we're not here to like, we're here to learn it so that we can like, you know, integrate it into our lives and understand the human experience as a whole. But we're not here to be it 24 seven. So people that try to like say stuff like that, And like, I think that's probably why I do have a hard time. Like I've gotten way better probably the last six months to a year, like getting very vulnerable. And I'm probably more vulnerable on here than on Instagram. Mm -hmm. This is definitely my space. Um, But it's, I, I have a very few people in the human design community that I actually do communicate with because a lot of them are people policing or just straight out liars. And I just, I'd rather be alone. Like this is like my hanging 40.4 in my unconscious Mars. And like, I'd rather be alone and love myself than to be associating with people that are out of integrity. So trying to kept to myself for the most part. <laughs> There's a few mm. people I talk to in the human design space that are legit. Like I, I can, I can, I can like sniff out like the people that are legit. Like your heart is pure. Like I've always felt that from you. Like even if like you do throw some maybe pop HD that maybe I might not be fully in alignment with or whatever. I don't know. I'm just saying I who the mm-hmm. fuck am I? Like who the fuck am I to say like 
your truth is not your truth. Right. And I also feel like to your point about, you know, if you can get in your authenticity and your truth with it, that's honestly, it's, it's how it filters through you. It's how it comes through your lens. It's what feels good with you. Like if for whatever reason I was going to share something or put something out there that felt like this is not an integrity, integrity with me, my, my sacral saying no, but I'm forcing it and I'm doing it because I feel like I'm trying to like prove something or do something it'd be very different. Um, but you know, I've, I, for me, I personally, like in, in terms of the way that I share, I've really come to find that, that, that I'll, I'll, I'll say this in response to a comment I got last summer that like really upset me for a minute, but okay. someone said something like, because of the way you're sharing, right? Like my, my post. And if anyone follows me, it's like this by energy type, it's like these fun, um, sort of downloads and channels I get channeling I get or like a a fun or different way of explaining um alignment or strategy or or just really embodying your design and someone made a comment last summer that said like because of the way you explain this um some people will never know their real design and and at first, again, like open solar plexus, like oh, yeah. super sensitive, but like my heart, right, is so open. And by the way, to have such an open heart and to be so vulnerable in work like this, you don't just get to decide when you have it on and off. Mm. You don't just get to no. go like, oh, my heart is open now for the good comments and for the love and the people oh, that yeah. you know, tell me this changes their lives. But then when someone insults me, now my heart is closed and now I don't feel it. Like I stay open no matter what. And I choose to feel no matter what. So I felt this deeply and I, I sat with it. And then I had this realization that like 95% of the people that I meet are actually learning about human design at all based off of this fun post that Instagram has fed through them to their to their feed, maybe on their search page, right? Do you think if they're really curious about human design, their last stop is going to be my little posts about this by energy? Like, do you think if, if human design is really resonating with them and they're really curious, do you think their last, like their end all be all is going to be this harmless post that might be considered pop HD? Hmm. No, it's an introductory. It's a, it's, it's a way for like, it's bridging worlds of people who didn't know it existed. And then if they like it and then they feel called, they will go find the right reader for them. See, because I firmly believe that we call the right people to us and oh, we yeah. find the right teachers, and we find the right mentors. So like, I, I just really speak to people in their power. Mm. And I believe that people have the power to discern. And I believe that people have the power to decide for themselves what feels good. And, I, and I've come to love about myself that I can be somebody's first introduction into mm. this work and mm. keep it light and keep it fun. Like, I, I love that. And I, I think, you know, when stuff like that happens, for you with being need motivation, that could throw you straight into transference of fear. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. I don't have all the information. I I mm-hmm. I I'm not providing back to both ping ponging between fear and need. I'm not providing the right information, and that can throw you on a whole detrimental loop. Like, well, why should I even share a post then? Which which why even say anything at all? I don't even I'm not even saying the right information in the first place, and people are going to come for me or whatever. But you're here as need motivation to provide. That is a key word that I use for need motivation. You're here to provide. 
And it's about providing for people from like already having some sort of foundation built and again, or going back to that foundation afterwards. Again, you are not, I love that you said you're not the end all be all. You're here to just provide whatever it is that they need at the moment, right? Providing whatever they need at the moment. That doesn't mean that you have all the information. You're not fear. You're not here to provide all of the information. You're here to help people feel like they can want and desire again. That's what you do as need motivation. And so like, that's really great that like you allowed yourself to stand in your power no matter like, and that's like where I sometimes was having a completely open solar plexus and then an open throat where I, I say to myself, well, what is the point of even sharing? Um, if mm-hmm. this is, this is what's going to happen and I'll transfer yeah. to personal immediately and like be the victim. And sometimes I'll sit in that. Like, I think there's nothing wrong with transference. There's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with feeling into that because it is part of us. Maybe it's not our truest self that's going to be sustainable, you know, Mm -hmm. but it is us. And so I allow that bitch to talk sometimes. Her name's Constantine because she's constantly talking. And that's (laughs) what I call her. (laughs) And I honestly feel like you've articulated my my experience of that not self and my transference of fear perfectly right but like it was through facing that and sitting in that because I didn't just run from it but I, and I also didn't shut everything down but it was really through sitting there that I was like reinvited mm. um re re welcomed and I my my life force got to rise again and choose what I want to do. And so again, it's like that moment where you get that that moment to anchor back down. If you let yourself be there, you grow through it and then you come back, um, you know, more certain. And I've gone through with need and with manifesting generator. I've gone through so many iterations of like my relationship with human design, my relationship to teaching about what it is that I know, my relationship to being with my clients. Um, and the essence of what I do is love, it's freedom, it's acceptance, it's vulnerability. And, um, and every time I get an opportunity to like anchor back into that, I realize just how okay it is to be where I am in my information, in my experience, in my, uh, ability to translate and transmute and I know that I'm, I'll keep evolving and, and so will my work and that the right people like as I was saying earlier people are attracted to you and your work and your business because of who you are not just what you know but who you're being and you become like that energetic match for the people that you bring in yeah and so that's fractals you just spoke fractals that's what it's about a resonance mm, it's a resonance. a resonance yes yeah you're speaking it's directly to your people that's it yeah, yeah. So I want to end on, I know I'm, this is probably going to have to be a two-part episode, but that's fine. Because <laughs> there was just, there was just so much conversation that I'm like, I cannot turn this off, but we basically have talked about all of the gates except for gate 10. I know we only like briefly touched on 25, but gate 10 is my conscious son. Where is it in yours? I, was, I feel like we, by process of elimination, I knew that gate 10 was your son because I've been listening and I've been trying to figure Yeah, we've been following so, along. <laughs> yeah, I've been following along. Um, so so gate 10 for me is in my, my personality, my conscious earth. And so for me, it's more about, you know, as 
And it's interesting because I don't always relate to 15 being my conscious, um, my conscious son. It's more about evolving though, your conscious son, like, and it's constantly, I feel like anything on our personality side is constantly evolving. And the son is like the biggest evolvement that you're going to incorporate in your life in this lifetime is that conscious son up there. You're, you're, you can't be the whole essence of it now. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's probably why it's like it feels a little bit untouchable. And I feel like every so often for me, because I have 10 in a few places, um, mm. but it's my it's my unconscious conscious Neptune and then my conscious sun. And so I do feel like it's a little bit untouchable. But every so often, because I do have the full channel, I have the full channel of exploration. Um, mm. I, I sometimes get to taste, like fully taste it. Like, I feel like since Saturn has moved into Pisces, um, and the 34 is my conscious Saturn, mm. that I feel like I'm ripping the shackles off right now. I feel like that's what Saturn and Pisces has done, even though it's in this backward motion right now. And I'm fucking hating every second of it, second of it, even though it just started, I was like, great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that'll be. We'll go into a whole nother episode if I go into that, but (laughs) (laughs) my open throat, this is a 10 hour episode guys. Um, This is a 10 hour. (laughs) Just stay tuned. We got two open heads here. We're just floating back and forth. Generator types just responding back. Responding, responding. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me think of, yeah. Um, Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So for me, it's, it it definitely comes back to what grounds me, my 10. And I mean, when I think about it, for me, it's like everything supported, supportive I've ever done in my life really comes back to gate 10. All the ways I reconnect to myself when I lose myself in the world comes back to the essence and the energy of 10 for me. Um, And I'm not going to lie. My life is like, I, 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 I I certainly am in (laughs) some conscious expression of 15 as everything in my life is, is one extreme or the other. Yeah. It seems Um, that way. (laughs) But the, uh, the one I really feel deeply actually is 10. Hmm. I really do. And 25. Very strongly. 25 is my, uh, my, here we go. My conscious, my conscious uh, son. Your conscious son or your unconscious son? Unco- left side. Unconscious okay. Yeah, I was son. like, wait, I thought the 15 yep. was your conscious. Sorry, when I thought. When it's okay. Me it's okay. Line, mirror. It's mirror. Oh, it's the opposite. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, my unconscious. Yeah. I feel like the unconscious son, you actually can connect to more. Than your conscious well, because it's so innate, right? Like it's just in you. It's like the undercurrent. It's the first way in. It's literally your first, first way, way in. And so you're constantly receiving, receiving, right, receiving. And so you have to understand once you are able to see almost the mechanics of it, it just like it's always there. The conscious mm-hmm. son is like it's it is such a mental game. It's like ser- mm-hmm. it's it's a you you have to almost be able to play the game to see it if that makes any sense i with me being power view i see everything as a gaming system like i feel like this is a game um mm. <laughs> like everything's a moving chess piece for like we can go on a whole tangent and i'm not going to do that because that's we'll be here for for days after at that point but like when i cuz the kabbalah tree of life is a gaming system too um i won't go there <laughs> 
You're like, go ahead. <laughs> um, I have to pick my husband up at the train at some point. Um, but he can wait. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so how has, so since you really understand the 10 so much, how has it shown up for you in your life? Well, when I say that it's, it's the essence of like what I come back to. I really feel like self-love was something I struggled with so much, so, so, so much in my life. And honestly, when I, my first time I ever got like into this work was when I was in the beauty industry, I was kind of in the thick of it. And I was noticing that I was giving to everyone else, but I had a really hard time receiving back. Mm. I also find this to be one of the core wounds for generators and manifesting generators is like, we're energy beings, we're made of energy, we almost undervalue the currency of what we can do. And so we often just overdo and overgive for other people and have a very hard time receiving. I think that's the also a defined that hard thing. Ah, uh, yeah, that makes sense too. The thing that we that I that I really felt um, for me was that like the hardest thing I was able to receive back was my own love. Like the mm. hardest thing for me to like actually come back into myself and make time for myself, small things, get my own hair done, take a bath, put my feet up, like give myself that permission and that, and, and, and that ability to like love myself. And I, and I started this podcast. It was actually called beauty therapy podcast. Oh wow! And the tagline of it was, we need what we give. It was Mm. for beauty professionals who were always giving to everyone else. Um, and I had a tendency to victimize myself and I had a tendency to like, woe is me and it's on everyone else to give to me and it's on everyone else to take care of me. And um, in relationships, I, you know, this kind of overlaps a little bit with having an open G center, which I don't, but it was very much like, I'll be worthy when I have a relationship mm-hmm. or when I have love, like that will validate me. And just coming back to myself and being able to put the plug at the bottom of my own bathtub of self-love and like hold myself was the biggest shift I've, I've ever made in my life. Like it has changed how I walk into every situation. It has changed what I expect from situations. I mean, it's the gate of behavior. It just comes back to that like essence of, I think of, of the vessel of love, really like, it's like, it's like the being of love instead of expecting to find love everywhere and expecting mm. to need it from everyone. Mm. It's almost just like that, 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 that being the core of being love. That's, that's how I have felt. It just it. is. Yeah. yeah. And I, I feel like that's the part that so many are missing is that they're like searching outside of themselves, but it's, it's been there the entire time. Yeah. I feel like that's what this day represents. I would, um, absolutely. And I feel like without that, you know, I share like the, the plug at the bottom of the bathtub, but without your own recognition of it within you, people can pour anything into you and it will just slip down the drain. Mm-hmm. Like without you loving you, without you holding you, without you showing up for you, like you're, you'll never be able to hold it. That for me. Yeah. And gate 10 is like the core of 
the entire body graph. Gate 10. I mean, it is literally the gate of behavior. And it's that is part of the individual circuitry is that gate, mm-hmm. you know? And without, it's like not caring about how other people are going to see your behavior, right? It's about caring mm-hmm. about how you see it. And because it's individual, it has, and it's when we can be our individual selves that we can hopefully inspire somebody else to be their self too. And that's literally the core of my business. Is this not what we were just talking about? Is this not like everything we were just saying? Like even not just how we serve our clients, but like how we allow ourselves to be, how we allow ourselves to be facilitators of this work, Mm. how we allow yourself, like for me, it is without judgment what's happening out in the, in the human design space. Like, I just know, like, if that's what's working for them, that's okay. I certainly do see things to your point where you said, like, where you're like, it's not an integrity. Like that feels, I don't love it, but I always bring it back to me. I'm like, what part of me is not fully expressed? Is it that I don't like the price they're charging? Cause I won't, I always try to look at, look back here first, but yeah, I feel like that, that ability to be ourselves, when we, when we are our authentic self, we naturally knock other people. And that's the, oh yeah, we are. We're right? gonna... We naturally knock other people into their own authentic expression. And sometimes well that's hard. Flow. When people yeah. see your, see somebody else shining so bright as their truest essence of self, that can trigger a lot of people. I trigger people just by literally being me. And it's been hard to accept that. Like if I had a penny, for every friend that told me they were jealous of me in some way by like just existing because that's what gate 10 really is and i'm just like what like i'm like well what did i do they're like you just like you just think that you're like you have just you're just you just have your shit all figured out and i'm like i fucking i'm i fucking don't okay <laughs> i am a 1 3 aries moon okay I'm constantly screaming internally. Okay. There's no, I'm a hot mess express in every possible way. Don't let my rising Capricorn fool you. Okay. This is just a costume. I am not, I do not look like this on a regular basis. And I really don't show up like, like I, in my stories and stuff, I show up like my hair is like this. (laughs) I'm just like, Hey guys, like, just like everything's a mess. My kids are like running in the background screaming and I'm just like, how's everybody doing over there? You know, like I just, I, I, I like to dress up, but I also am just myself probably the majority of the time. If somebody was interested in human design, what would be the number one thing that they should know? Let's close out with that since we've talked for five years. <laughs> if someone is interested in human design, the number one thing to know strategy and authority sorry it's two um just knowing to understand how you move through time and space and understanding your authority really so important like actually I might just trump all of this and just say authority because when you understand your authority you can navigate from your own internal knowing from your own internal gps and then you get to decide everything else that feels good for you or not and like even when I read charts you can go into the nitty-gritty on stuff something may not resonate. There might not be resonance with something. And that's like up to their internal knowing to know. Mm-hmm. So authority, but strategy and authority really is what I would say.
Mm. Yeah. It's always, it always comes back to strategy and authority. I hope you can't hear my husband yelling at my kids right now because he left the door open. Um, Whatever. You guys know that I'm a mom. (laughs) I think these mics don't pick up frequent like voices from far away, but I never know. God bless. not. So anywho, um, where can people find you? Because I know after this conversation, people are going to want to know who you are, how to connect with you. They're going to want to come see all my Pop HD. Yes, um, go, go over, look at Kira's Pop HD. Uh, come come <laughs> and play my Pop HD. Um, it's Meeting Your Magic. Meeting Your Magic on Instagram. And um, I also have a podcast that's a little bit, it's coming back. Um, it's Meeting Your Magic. Meeting Your Magic podcast. And um, I'm also Kira with Love on my personal page. But Meeting Your Magic mm. is where I'm at. Amazing. I love that name too. Meeting Your Magic. Everything for me with being, especially since like tapping into my kitchen's environment, everything's magic. Like I do candle magic. I do rituals. I, mm-hmm. I've created a whole grid on um, the body graph. Like I've made a body, like, you know, like crystal grids. I've turned it in, into a body graph grid. And there's like a whole. So cool. I love that. So I love your name so much because I resonate with it a lot. <laughs> like, I love alliteration. I love alliteration. Well, I guess I'll just close out and say. Thank you for having me uh, today. Well, well, we'll, we'll link all of Kira's information below so you guys can check her out as i know you guys will especially if you're a vessel of love you know i feel like we all kind of have to stick together a little bit because we are here elevating love on this planet that's what we're here to do so thank you so much for being here and we will see you over on the next one bye Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of our podcast on the Human Design and Astro Club. We hope you have found the information insightful and useful. If you enjoyed the show, please consider leaving us a review and sharing it with your friends and family. We love to hear from our listeners, so feel free to reach out to us with any feedback, questions, or suggestions for future episodes. Until next time, thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.